Hey, welcome to the Soulful Lounge podcast. I'm Tracy Manu. Together, we'll share conversations with remarkable people from all walks of life. Some have achieved exceptional things, some have triumphed in adversity, others are simply sharing their pearls of wisdom and experience. Their stories will touch you, and the actionable tools and strategies we share will support you to honour the call of your soul and create a life you truly, deeply love. Today, I want to welcome Christy Houghton uh, from Active Soul. It is so good to have you here, and I'm really looking forward to chatting with you today. Thanks for being here. Yeah, great. So, um, you have this amazing fitness uh, company where you support women. Do you support men as well? We actually have included husbands or guys. We did a boys club and uh, we have a mixed class on our timetable now just because um, a lot of my clients, the husbands were like, hang on a second, how do we get some of that goodness? So we do have it on the timetable now. Oh, fantastic. Brilliant. Mainly women. Yeah. Same with my business. Yeah. Yeah. Mainly women, but some amazing men who are ready to commit too. (laughs) Fantastic. So tell me a little bit about uh, how you started and what got you into all of this. Okay, so Active Soul's been running, this is my 11th year, uh, and it's evolved over that time too. So how it started, um, I'd been overseas and did a big stint in London, and then um, kind of, I guess, started my fitness journey over there running. And then when I left London, I moved to Sydney found this amazing outdoor business, um, outdoor fitness business that I loved, which I did with them. And, um, and then when I came back to New Zealand, I couldn't find what I wanted. So there wasn't, there wasn't that same, um, uh, women's kind of outdoor, uh, holistic approach to fitness that I wanted. And so, um, I, I trained as a personal trainer um got my qualifications and then set up active soul knowing right from the start that i wanted to focus on women's health and fitness um so i launched in and then stuck with um kind of outdoor fitness traveling sessions box fit that kind of thing uh mainly because that's what i loved so i kind of set it up as what i wanted or what i felt like um we needed in the industry um, and then over the years I evolved with my clients so a lot of the clients that I was training fell pregnant I got to a point where I was like I need to put fertility specialist on the bottom of my business card because people when they're feeling good and everything's um, ticking along as it should quite often fall into that space if that's where they're heading um, so I found myself doing a pregnancy and postnatal qualification um, and then sat in that realm for a few years where I really focused on that postnatal well-being and making sure that women exercise safely through those stages. And then just recently, I've done more study on training to your cycle and looking more into women's hormones. And that's kind of evolved because that's, I guess, the space that I'm in. And then a lot of my clients also are there and heading towards that perimenopause. So Active Soul has definitely... Um, evolved and grown as I have. Mm, I love that. It's it's like you're walking your talk to a, like you're yeah. going through it and you're looking yeah. after yourself and then you're able yeah. to people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I want to dive into the whole um, 
what you've just trained in, like the, the cycles and the hormonal. Um, tell me more about that because what I find is the way I exercise now, the way I feel now, my energy levels are so different compared to when I was younger. So what have you learned from that and how are you helping your clients? Um, I think there needs to be a greater awareness of women to um, acknowledge what their bodies are going through, that we are different. And women are complex beings, right? So you and I would be different. Um, compared to the, the woman next door to us in the gym, she'd be rolling on a different cycle also. And to firstly acknowledge that, that our physiology is different to men's, mm. that individually women are different with hormones that shift and change daily and then through stages. And then if we can understand that and have the education behind that, then we can start implementing that in our own training. Mm. And it's not necessarily... Um, it's not necessarily that you have to be really technical with it. You just listen, you need to listen to your body and what it needs at the time. So um, in terms of training to your cycle, we start looking at, say, as an example, a 28-day stock standard cycle, but with an understanding that women range from a 21 right up to a 35, 40-day cycle. So there's, again, like it highlights that there's no, you know, we can't fit ourselves into a box necessarily. Um, within that one uh, menstrual cycle we have uh, two stages two clear stages so a follicular stage where our um, otherwise known as that low hormone phase and then we hit ovulation midway through and then come into our luteal phase where our hormones peak and when our hormones are doing different things we need to then adapt what we're doing exercise wise accordingly mm. so uh, as an example we're most like men in that low hormone phase, right? So hit, um, hit exercise hard. That's when you're going to get your PRs, you're feeling strong, you're feeling like you can conquer the world. So you really maximize your training within that stage. Mm. Around ovulation, we want to be a little bit more careful um, in terms of warming up properly and making sure that we are aware of potential injury risks just around that time. And then as we hit the later phase of our cycle, um, we want to just just be aware that if we need that time to recover, we just are a little bit kinder to ourselves and, um, and acknowledge that in our training also. Um, and then if we're following that and we're in sync with that and we're listening to our bodies, then what you hope for is that we start getting those max benefits and results um, because of that. Okay. Oh, man, that's fascinating. Like I'm, Yeah, like I use this with my creativity or my writing. There are parts of my um, cycle where I'm way more creative and you know the ideas are flowing and right. there are parts where I'm just like I don't have energy for that kind of stuff um, and it's so cool that you're doing that with um, fitness yeah and it's I think it's I think that's really interesting what you've said too in terms of where your headspace is right because like it's not that when those hormones shift it also impacts how we feel in, in ourselves, right? Mm. And you can link that through to energy levels or daily stresses. Um, and all of those things need to be honored. So to be able to sit down and go, right, today's like I am buzzing on all cylinders and today is a great writing day. Mm. And then to have that awareness of, oh, I can link that to my cycle and I know exactly when I'm going to be able to roll with that. And when I just need to go, ah, not today. Mm. And that's okay. Instead of pushing, pushing, pushing. Yeah, totally. Like, what's the point, right? Like, if you sit there with uh, that thought of, I have to get this done, and it's expected that I do this on this day, then what kind of pressure are we putting on ourselves as opposed to 
checking in and going, what do I need from myself today? How can I give myself what I need? And that might be that you're, um, you close your journal and you just go, I'm just going to sit in the, and you said this to me, how often do you just sit on a step and, and just be present mm-hmm. and, um, and take it all in and allow yourself to just find that calm. And I think when we do that, all of a sudden you get these little light bulb kind of, ah, mm-hmm. this is what I need right now. Definitely. So say you're in that slower, more um, gentle phase, but you're in boot camp where it's hardcore. Yeah. Um, so do you recommend people just pull back? Yeah. Wow. For sure. So hard when you're competitive. <laughs> it is, totally. It is. Um, we run, so Active Soul runs to a traffic light system. And it's actually, it's a great um, individually like even you could apply it to anything so how we approach clients is that when they arrive um we'll talk to them about whether or not they're a red light an amber light or a green light and depending on what they answer with that's how we treat them on the day so a green light you might be rearing to go hit me with everything give me hill sprints give me extra load me up with weight i want it all i'm feeling amazing versus a red light where it might be and you might be a red light for so many different reasons it might be an injury that we have to work around it might be a niggle it might be a certain time of the month where you just know that you just need to take it easy might be that you've got massive deadlines at work or the kids haven't slept and whatever it is that's going on in your world we honor Mm. and then um within that that space we just provide um, an opportunity for people to to do the class or do the boot camp or do the session as they need to. So there are always, and any good trainer should be able to to adapt on the spot and give you an alternative. So um, within a, within one of our classes, um, we joke that don't look at what anybody else is doing because there's a there is a program for the class, but within that you might have someone doing extra up here or added resistance on this side versus somebody who's actually just taking it as a low impact. And and if that message is really clear when you step into a boot camp or a or a class or a gym that you are here to do you, then hopefully everybody leaves getting exactly what they need from a session. Wow. Mm. That is awesome. Yeah, very cool. How do you, like, say you've got people on red and people on green and people on orange, how do you um, tailor it to everyone? I think fast. (laughs) 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 Um, So um, it might might be as simple as, um, say we've got, say we've got a really simple 10 press-ups 10, uh, 10 squats, 10 uh, crunches, and a hill sprint. Mm. And then you go, that's what everybody's going to do. But within that, if you're a green light, your press-ups, if you're feeling strong enough, are going to be on the floor, and you might add a pause or a pulse in there. Um, your squats, we can add a resistance band to, or we can add some weight onto that. Um, and then you're going to do a hill sprint, and you're going to do it twice. Mm. This is the red light. Mm. Might be... Um, say it's just that general feeling of, oh, I'm just here because I feel like I need to move, but don't push me, just look after me. Those press-ups might turn into an elevated press-up where you're just going through the motions. You're, I'm doing the actions. Yeah, yeah, you are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So it might be an elevated press-up where they move slowly, they focus on technique more. Um, And then squats might just be, 
might be an adjusted depth of the squash. Mm. Um, our core work, core work might be simplified or modified also. And then it might be that they do one hill sprint or they might stay on the flat and they walk it. Mm. And either way, everyone's getting what they need. Yeah, wow. Gosh, that's awesome. I, I just love it. It resonates big time because I, I'm all for, we are so unique. You know, yes. we're so unique. And so to be doing things that are unique for us rather than looking at what everyone else is doing, which is what we can do in life. Absolutely. No comparisons. Like there is, um, I talk about like, there's no point in comparing within a journey. There's no point in comparing my, where I'm at now with somebody else's beginning or somebody else's further down the track. Mm. So if we just focus on ourselves, our needs, where we're at and what we need, um, at that time, then hopefully those red lights leave feeling like they're a green light yeah, right. and they kind of walk away going, ah, oh, that was, that was great because they acknowledged what they needed as opposed to pushing through with something that their body just wasn't up for. Yeah. And it also gives you a little bit more freedom because you can feel crappy in the morning and not want to go. But if you know, you're not going to be pushing yourself, like when you're in that energetic full on yeah. space, then you're probably more likely to go yeah. um, rather than yeah, avoid absolutely. it. Because anything you think about um, getting up in, in the morning and going, oh, this is the last thing I feel like. Mm -hmm. But if you, and even just going for a walk as an alternative. So tapping out and going, I'm not ready for this. This is what I'm going to do. Guarantee without fail every time you'll start out and 10 minutes into it, you'll go, actually, I can do this. Mm, yeah. And you do feel better. Yeah. Um, it really is a holistic way of looking at fitness, eh? It is. And then that, that can be adapted by anyone, right? Like if, um, if people are listening now and think, actually, I can adapt that myself. So next time I go to, in to do any kind of exercise, checking in with what you need, am I a green light today? And that can not only just exercise, that could be your day. Am I a green light and, I, and I'm okay to roll with the punches today? Or am I a red light and actually I'm going to just feel all the feels and I'm going to sit back and then tomorrow's a new day. I'm just going to crack on then. And I think that's really important. But that's taken me a long time to learn myself, mm. you know. So. Yeah, it's something I um, talk about with my clients too, of actually just feeling what you're feeling rather than just shoving it all down and carrying on. And then it comes out at the wrong time. Oh when you're reacting and, and all that kind of stuff, hey? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So tell me, um, you do online as well, don't you? Yeah, that's new, thanks to COVID. Um, if you'd told me, Tracy, that I would be online uh, with 24 hours notice, I would have laughed at you. But um, but yeah, we've got an online system now where we have virtual classes. Um, and then we also have an elite online membership as well. So um, yeah, we've definitely adapted with the times. So good. Mm. You've seen cool. more people wanting to do online it's interesting the shift in it, and there's a real um, there are real benefits in terms of that convenience and um, just kind of um, setting everything up at home and just rolling into a workout as opposing to having to kind of juggle things and, and figure out how you're going to get out of the house and do stuff. Sometimes it just actually works quite nicely. Mm -hmm. um, and then the benefit of a virtual class is that I'm there instructing and queuing and going through techniques. So it's different again from a recorded video that people can kind of access and watch and do in their own time. It, mm -hmm. it still provides that support, which I think is really important. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. What do you think some of the um, blocks are to people who don't start doing fitness? 
of why they don't start. Mm. Um, I think there's a whole myriad of reasons and it could be, I, I hear quite a lot. I'll come to you when I'm fitter. You're like, yeah. well, <laughs> that's kind of what I'm here for. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think there's that um, a a lack of self-belief potentially of I'm not ready for that or I'm not going to be able to do it or what if I can't keep up or um, or what if there's something there that I can't do or um, and I think our way around that our traffic light system really helps on that right because it provides a space where everybody can come into that at their own level and know that it's adapted um, accordingly Mm. Um, so that people feel encouraged and supported. Um, that would be the biggest thing, I think. And then potentially you start dipping into those things of, I don't have enough time. Um, I can't get there. Um, I'm not sure what the right thing is for me. And and all of those things are valid. I think when you're starting exercising, you need to find something that works for you. So at the time of the class needs to be right the style of the exercise needs to be right. Um, And when all of those things kind of align, then all of a sudden it feels good to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, We we want to do it more as opposed to um, feeling like you're supposed supposed to be doing it or I should be doing this. Like it's um, you do it because you want to do it. And because it, it feels right and it feels good and it, and it fits and it's, you know, and when you realize those benefits and how good it can feel, then it's, um, you ride that positive cycle as opposed to sitting in a negative cycle of, um, I didn't make a great choice today or I missed that or I'm not ready for that or I didn't eat well today. So I'm just going to, oh, I'll start again next week or, you know, so there's definitely a few factors and women are tough on themselves. Mm. do you see that yeah massively yeah yeah and what do you say what do you say to people when they're tough on themselves I think um for me like I I watch women who fly the superhero cape and must to, to be fair myself included like I've got this mentality and I think um women have come a long way where we want to juggle everything right we want to be a great mum. we want to have a career um, we want to feel like we're coping and we're doing all of this. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I think we need permission to pause and to be kind to ourselves and just go, actually, you don't need to do the juggle all by yourself. It's, it's okay to take a step back and to ask for help and to, and to um, take things in your stride when you're ready. Yeah. I, I find too that women ask for the support and then they're not comfortable receiving it. Yeah. yeah. So they, so they um, put up blocks or it's not done how they want it. And so they, <laughs> they don't, they don't. Okay, isn't it? Like there's yeah. that control thing of, at which you really need to let go of. Yeah. Yeah. And I also get that, um, oh, I'll get my life sorted and then I'll come and see you. And it's like, no, no, let me help you do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so when you say a holistic view, I'm guessing that there is some mindset stuff or, you know, emotional or mental support that you give as well. What yeah, it's, it's definitely not all about the exercise. Mm. Um, so we very much hold space for women where they are. And then that means acknowledging um, their emotional space that they're in, their headspace that they're in, um, 
where they're at in their journey so that we can really support them on that. And when because we deal with, um, or because we cater for, not deal with, that sounded awful, um, because we cater for women through pregnancy and those early postnatal stages, we're really just getting their head around what it feels like to be a mum and going through that fog of the fourth trimester and, and really needing kind of to find themselves again like we need to really honor that process and then equally as they come out the other side um and they are their kids are a little bit older and they're finding themselves again um really working through what are your goals what do you need what what are we working towards um and really empowering women to go right let's let's go um and then as we head towards perimenopause and menopause women find themselves back in that transition zone again of, oh my goodness, like what I was doing previously, hang on, that wasn't working for me. Like it's now not working anymore. What do I do to shift that? And I think if women are educated through each one of those stages, then they're empowered. They're, they're in charge of, um, of what they're doing and, and in order to really thrive through each one of those stages. So yeah, definitely emotional, mental, um, the whole package is not mm. just about um, about exercise. Wow, I you know what I don't think I've ever been to um, one of the mainstream big gyms and experienced that. Um, it's quite often not even well a little bit of connection with other people, but everyone seems to just be in their in their bubble and doing their thing, and you leave in there. Isn't that real community spirit? Yeah, I've worked really hard to build that. I, um, to me, that support is really important. Um, and I know that, uh, what's that quote? Um, Strong women build each other up. They don't take each other down. There's a a quote. Um, And I very much believe that. I feel like um, that women, if you get a whole bunch of women together and like-minded women, we, we build each other up, we lift, we support, we encourage, we're there for each other. Um, and I think that's really important. I think that can also be daunting potentially for people on the outside to kind of go, I, you know, how do I, um, especially introverts out there who, who kind of, um, cope with that recharge differently. Mm. So having an understanding of that is important, but, um, I don't know. Every gym's different, right? And so you might not, you might enter into a gym or a big, um, a big uh, space and not necessarily have that community feel, but they'll have strengths in other areas. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you're looking for that connection, that community, um, yeah. maybe it's about asking. asking yeah. uh, I think so. And, and I think as women too, we need to have those honest conversations. So it might be that you, you do a class in a gym and you might talk to the person next door to you and just go, oh, I'm not feeling it this morning. Like, and that person, all of a sudden the guard comes down and you might get that really real conversation of mm. um, you've got this or I'm not feeling it either. Oh, let's just do what we can and, and have a bit of a laugh with it as we go along. And, mm. um, and like you say, that requires um, kind of reaching out and leaning in. Yeah, absolutely. That's so true. Because, yeah, there are great things at big gyms. Yeah. I'm just really enjoying what you're saying about yours. <laughs> it sounds fantastic. I love the holistic yeah. approach. Yeah, where you're, where you're working on a whole lot, a whole package, eh? Yep, definitely. You've, um, you've won an award last year. I did. I won yeah. New Zealand Small Group Trainer of the Year. Um, yeah, which was awesome. 
Very cool. Is that something that um, lots of people apply for and... Yeah, it's done by the New Zealand Exercise Association. So they have a whole myriad of, of awards that recognise fitness professionals and what we're doing in the industry, which um, is actually coming up. Uh, mm-hmm. We've got our stage through to stage two this year also. So all of those deadlines are looming for me. But um, they honour everything. There's industry... Um, Awards, there's group trainers, personal trainer awards, there's innovations within the industry, um, program excellence, community contribution, there's a a whole range. So it's an amazing thing to be part of. Um, And then obviously um, with that acknowledgement of what you've done is is a bit of a boost also. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I wanted to ask you a question that just popped into my head and then it disappeared. Um, What would you suggest for anyone out there who is thinking of joining a gym um but they're not sure what to ask what to you know yeah what would you suggest okay i would i would ask for a trial i think that's really important because it needs to be the right fit and that needs to be the right type of exercise and the right type of trainer because if you don't have that connection and that person's not right for you you're not going to work for them that's so that's number one um i think i'd want to know that the trainer that i choose to work with is qualified and knows their stuff so uh and by that that they're up with the play on stuff that they're continually learning that they are um that they are they have my needs and my interests at heart that's that's really important um so for me personally because i specialize in women um i have to have i I have to have qualifications in training women in my mind like if i'm going to train women i want to know that i know my stuff so um so I have specific certification in pregnancy, postnatal, training to your cycle, perimenopause, like, mm-hmm. and so I can kind of put my hand up and go, if you want to see me, like, I, this is the realm I sit in. Mm-hmm. And then um, for anybody going into that, you obviously, if you've got a certain type of training that you kind of lean towards, you want to make sure that that trainer um, is a good trainer. It's mm-hmm. important. Yeah. They put your health and well-being in their hands, right? You want to make sure that that they've got your back on that. Mm, that upskilling is so important, eh? Constantly learning, like it's always evolving. Mm, definitely. Um, I'm guessing that you have days where you don't want, you know, you're in those slower, more gentler, and, and it's not about pushing you to be in the green light. Um, but what are the sort of things that you, what does your day look like um, when you're in those kind of days? When I'm in those days? Mm. Um, I, I keep my days pretty full. Um, and I, I deliberately do that. I max out my days. That's, that's just how I roll. Um, but on a day where I sit in a red light where I'm not feeling great, I have to allow space. So, um, it might be that there's a little bit longer between clients or if I know I'm back to back, allowing myself, um, space afterwards where I can just kind of sit back and go, okay, let's just regroup. Um, it might be that my choice of exercise, like this morning, I went out for a walk um, and just kind of allowed myself that time to kind of go, right, where am I at with my day? What's on the lineup? What have I got? Um, just so that um, I, I guess I'm getting into that that right headspace for it, which is how I'd suggest anybody else would do it, right? If you're a red light, figure out what you need 
allow yourself space, allow yourself calm um, and take the pressure off so that if you don't get everything done, then it's okay. It just is what it is. Tomorrow's a new day. That's a really good point right there in regards to not getting everything done, eh? Um, because I've seen a quote around, you know, when you when you stand on the scales, it doesn't mean that you're not good enough and you're, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I think it's the same with the your to-do list. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're not good enough, that you haven't succeeded. Um, and yeah. again, we've got to be kind to ourselves in those moments, don't we? I love that quote, actually. I am enough. Is that Brene Brown? I don't know, that's a goodie. <laughs> like three words, right, is just such an important reminder. And I think if we can sit there in that moment and just go, right, mm. I am enough. Like I don't need to prove anything. I don't need to go above and beyond today. I just need to acknowledge I am enough and whatever I achieve today. And you put a post up a couple of weeks ago that was a great reminder for me, something that I needed to hear. It was along those lines, like what, whatever you've done today is is just perfect that's all you needed to do yes um mine is i love and approve of myself like i just you know that that i feel like when i'm loving and approving of me then it's okay that i don't get things done or i want to do stuff for me because it's good for me you know it just yeah if if you can find a mantra that works for you that yeah yeah, is kind and compassionate um it can really help a yeah definitely um holistic to me means um our spiritual self as well like our soul or whatever you want to call it and your active soul yeah (laughs) you've got that in there so what does that look like to you how do you bring that in i think that comes back to finding your joy like you want something that's going to lift your soul and you know that feeling like oh like for me you know when you crank you crank a good song and you just feel it or um sitting on top of it for me, sitting on top of a, um, a hill and looking out at a view and that feeling that, um, again, I'm doing these actions. <laughs> see me. Um, lifting your soul. Like what is it that makes your soul sing? And if you can figure that out, then there has to be joy in your day as a result. Mm. Um, and then that applies to everything. That's not just exercise. That's, that's what you do as a job. Um, the people that you surround yourself with, uh, your choice of downtime activities, like whatever lifts and whatever um, makes your soul sore, do that. 100%. And yeah, and if you can click into how you love to feel in the morning mm. and then make sure that you're doing a few things during the day to, to connect you with that feeling, yeah. you're going to feel way better in the, in the evening, eh? yeah yeah do you have a morning uh, routine that you follow to kind of get yourself into the headspace of the day yeah so I use um Danielle Laporte's uh diary um and so the first thing it says is what are your core desired feelings um and so you write those down so mine are aligned um creative abundant and lit up amazing yeah those are my four words that I want to feel during the day and then it says um Um, And these are created by, and then you add some stuff that you're going to do during the day. So it might look like um, dancing, writing, connecting with clients, uh, you know, just stuff that you love to do. Yeah, it's so good. I've used her diary for two years now, and it's the best one that I've found. Um, So yeah, definitely do that. Um, Meditation. 
Um, I work out, so my husband and I work out together. So we try to do that three days a week. And then evenings is netball. I love netball. It's one of my sports. Yeah, yeah. Um, and... And you surf. I have started surfing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. And that's that's the lit up. That's yeah. the and I can see that in your smile, though. And I think when people connect with that and they go, like, they think, right, what are the things that make me feel good? And then when they get that smile, that look that you yeah. can see. But um, then you know you're on the right track, right? Yes. And I, I think... Pardon, sorry. I love the thought of um, of the diary and setting those really clear values out at the start and then what you need to do to make sure that you're achieving that. Yeah, so important. Well, it's important to me. It works well. Yeah. Words, words are powerful, um, you know, and so, yeah, try to focus on that. Um, what I was going to say is um, surfing scares the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> However, I am buzzing. Yeah, with it, and so that's a real big reminder to me that sometimes what make lights us up, what connects us to our soul, can be incredibly scary, and not to let that fear stop us and make us stay in our comfort zone, um, because when we push through, it's like yeah. we're riding waves. Totally. <laughs> I know magic happens out of the comfort zone. Yes, so definitely, exactly. exactly. Don't they say um, do something every day that scares you? Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know whether I do it every day, scare myself every day. Um, Those are big, big, juicy scare moments, what you're talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it doesn't necessarily need to be the, the huge stuff. Maybe it's just pushing yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit or tweaking your routine or walking a different way or um, or approaching somebody that you wouldn't normally. It can yes. be really small, um, small scary bits that kind of make you feel like you've conquered something. Yeah, or setting a boundary, you know, like, especially for mamas who have had children and they want to get fit, but they're like, oh, no, you know, I can't do it. Hubby's busy. I don't want to ask him to have the kids, you know, all that kind of stuff. Sometimes yeah. scaring yourself is actually saying, no, I'm worth this. Yeah. And, yeah, I want to take Mums um, particularly, I think, their priorities, um, everybody else. I'm going to look after my kids. I'm going to make sure my husband's okay. I'm going to make sure I've done dinner. I'm going to make sure that the house is clean. I'm going to make sure I've done this, 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 this. Mm. And then right at the very bottom of that priority list is, um, is their own needs. Mm. And those boundaries are really important in terms of actually something that is, and I guess that comes back to looking at those core values and what you were saying, identifying your core values at the start of every day. What is important to me and what do I need to achieve and how am I going to do that? then without fail, if exercise is one of your, or, or um, looking after yourself, if that's one of your core values, then if you get to the end of your day and you haven't done it, then it's no wonder that you're kind of sitting there going, oh, I just don't, you know, I don't feel great. Well, how come? Like, what do we need? And you go, well, actually, I need to put myself first. So I need to create better boundaries around what I'm doing in my day to make sure that I get that. Mm, 100%. Yes, yes, yes. I think too, um, yeah, that checking in in the morning, something I do also is three breaths when I wake up. It's like this gift to me, a gift to me where I take three slow, deep breaths before I do anything else and a little bit of gratitude. Wow. Um, and gratitude at night as well, definitely. Journal my gratitude at night um, just to see the blessings because I think we can move into that whole space of what's not working yeah. and what we focus on grows. So we want to be focusing on what positives is working yeah I often close a class like that actually mm. so we'll go down into, into child's pose 
take a moment, top to toe checklist um, of how you're feeling and energy levels as a result of 45 minutes to yourself and then take a moment of gratitude um, or that mindfulness um, approach just to kind of internalize and, and, um, mm. and do that same check-in, I think. Mm. I love that three breath thought. Mm. I kind of wake up and go, right, let's go. <laughs> And spring into action, and I um and I can't get I have a rule I can't get out of bed until I know what I'm doing for the day. So I'm really clearly like right, this is what my day looks like. But to actually have three breaths before my feet hit the floor, where I go right, like inhale, refresh, revitalize, and exhale, like let's go. Yeah, and for me, it's that's connecting to my soul. Mm. My breath is connecting to my soul and I want the day to be driven from that yeah. um, out of the head into the heart, down into the soul. Yeah. And connecting from that space. Um, so, and you know, when I first got told about that, cause I had, had done all sorts of different meditations and this um, yoga teacher said to me, I want you to stop all those and just do three conscious deep breaths each morning. And I was like, easy, I can do that. <laughs> got it I'd forget I wouldn't be conscious and it's it's that creating those new habits it takes time and consistency to to do that it wasn't as easy as I thought it would be and it was only three breaths yeah Mm. I'm gonna take that with me that's a little gold nugget gem for me thank you pleasure hey I wanted to ask when you track your cycle do you use an app or yeah what do you use yeah um fit a woman woman um i like it it's uh, there are a few out there so there's um uh clue is one of them there's flow so there's a couple of different ones but what i love about fitter woman if you are interested in the physiology behind um behind what's happening with your body and a little bit more of an insight in terms of what your hormones are doing it provides that mm. it also um gives you an insight into what exercise uh, is suggested for each phase and it uh, links to nutrition wow. with space and a few little educational components at the top. So um, it kind of takes, it's definitely got exercise um, and training um, in mind uh, as opposed to some of the other apps, which are more about just tracking it, seeing what your, um, any symptoms uh, that you might experience mm. through tracking fertility and stuff like that. You can, you can definitely do that from this app. Um, but I, I like how it, it really goes more in depth into why things are happening and why you should be changing things up. So, yeah. Wow. That sounds great. We're thinking for you. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I've been um, using clue, um, yeah. but that sounds good to go that bit deeper and, and learn, uh, understand yourself more, eh? your body. Totally. And then that comes back to that whole educating and then empowering. So if you're, once you've started tracking um, into that app and you can start seeing what's happening, then the app does all the hard work for you. It maps it out. It tells you what kind of like, oh, hang on a second. This is what your hormones are doing. So this is what you need to do as a result. And then if that's in your mind, you can kind of go, all right, good. I can keep that in mind and be, um, uh, and it might just work to kind of give you that extra push that you need or allow you to kind of taper things off in, in the same kind of extent. Fantastic. Yeah. So what's next for Active Soul and you? Ah, um, I am putting a little bit more of my focus into exactly that, training to your cycle. Mm. So I'm currently writing a program uh, to support um, athletes 
and as a standalone program that they can kind of pick up and uh, get that information and um, and really kind of delve into that a little bit deeper. Fantastic. That's kind of one um, one avenue I'm looking at going down. And then oh, I've got big goals. Um, I guess I start with that, and then I I just wanna I wanna reach more women and support more women on their journey um, with that. So, and I guess taking Active Soul online is a way that we can, that we've been able to do that. Um, so those that don't necessarily have face-to-face -face access with me um, can jump online and get that support and have that that online um, membership does that also. Um, so there's, I guess, looking at ways that I can evolve and move my business to kind of grow bigger beyond just me. Mm, brilliant. And um, physically people can see you where? Um, I'm on the North Shore in Auckland, so North Coast Birkenhead is is my little hub or my bubble, um, and then obviously online. Okay, I saw you in the first lockdown do a very cool little um, what would you call it? Pavement um, pavement boot camps. Yes, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had so much fun doing that. <laughs> We um we headed out. I had that massive um. I should just do that anyway because it's people love it. Yeah. I had massive, big, thick chalk, and I'd go out um along a stretch of like a, a block um and do like little symbols that related to different exercises. So as people went out for walks, they could I don't know like do five squats on a star, um sprint to the finish line, tippy toe along a, a zigzag line. Like yeah, we just made it made it fun. The kids got involved. Involved. parents kind of um had a bit of a go and yeah it was good fun such a cool idea you're really creative when it comes to getting people interested and excited and enjoying fitness eh? yeah I try to be um I just think it, it comes back to having fun right like mm. if you if you can think outside the square a little bit and um and get people to forget that they're actually exercising sometimes that's that's part of it like it's it's just about moving and, and feeling good for it. Mm, I agree. It is a, if, you, if you're loving what you're doing, it's going to yeah. be way easier. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Don't do the slog. Like if it's a grind and you're not mm. loving it, why are you doing it? Mm, definitely. Yeah. Okay. What, um, what pearls of wisdom would you love to share with our listeners? Oh, I think we've covered so many. <laughs> we have, eh? <laughs> Crikey. Have I got anything else up my sleeve? Um, I think as I think as women, my my top my top gold nuggets is really to be kind to ourselves, mm -hmm. to lean into to others and really support and have each other's back. Um, and to stop the comparisons, to just do what's right for you and know that, um, that that's okay. Mm, I love that. And I really see how you're doing that in your work. You know, you're, you're, you're kind of, your motto for what you do is like a great motto for life. Don't yep. compare, have fun, you know, listen to your body and do what works for you. It's just beautiful. I am so resonating with what you've said um, big time. We should run a retreat together. <laughs> have you seen my retreats? Oh, I've heard them. Tell me about them. 
tell us about them. Um, we do. So we do an annual retreat to the Coromandel, uh, which is always booked out. It's always a goodie. And we go down to our pottery, which is stunning, uh, and have a, just a mix of um, yoga, uh, my workouts. Uh, so there's always a team one, like an initiation where people just get to, um, to just connect. Um, mm. A boxing one on the beach. Um, we get sunrise yoga. We get a bush run through the, um, along the coastline. And then yoga nidras to just kind of... Oh, my gosh. Beautiful. And then they look after, down at the ashram, they look after all of the food. So it's beautiful vegetarian food. Um, and it's really rustic. So it kind of, there's nothing posh about it. Uh, so it really takes you back to grassroots of no reception, just kind of find yourself again. So it's, that's beautiful. And then last year we did our first international Bali retreat. Um, which was amazing and really different. It was, um, we kind of, we took people to Bali, um, stayed in this beautiful, um, um, what do you call it? I, it was a stand, standalone retreat. We took the whole thing mm-hmm. um, and then ran, same deal, ran the yoga and, um, and our classes um, alongside. Uh, but it was different because we went to beach clubs and we drank, um, drank mojitos and expressions. <laughs> And we went to we did exploring. So we found that balance and, and that was a really interesting approach because it was so very different from um, from our weekend retreats here. But um, that is obviously on hold at the moment with COVID. But um, but yeah, as soon as those borders open and, and kind of the world changes back again, hopefully, um, we'll be ready and rearing to go on those. But yes, we should do that. How yeah. cool would that be? Amazing. That would be amazing. What's what's COVID taught you? Oh, that change is okay. Yeah. <laughs> that would be my biggest lesson, I think. I um mm-hmm. I am not a massive fan of change, but to to have to roll with the punches and really pivot and quickly with very little notice, um has been my my biggest lesson. And that that's okay. And and actually I think previously, like I would have, as an example, I would have set my timetable and gone, right, this is the timetable for the term and it has to work. And COVID very much has been like, well, actually, yeah. it's it's the timetable for the next two weeks, but then we're going into lockdown. And so, you know, or we're coming out of lockdown lockdown, and then that changes or we're going online with no notice and and to be able to change and roll with it, I think, and just go this is this is all right that has been my biggest lesson wow that's a great lesson to get it is isn't it 100% equally um lockdown and staying at home and being okay with being at home with no plans yeah um I think I messaged you even like right at the very beginning I'm like man I am struggling with this and to be able to sit there and go why like I was watching people around me just really embrace it it was like a four-week holiday where they just sat yes. and did nothing and and I sat there and went but I feel like I need to look after my clients I feel like I need to make sure they're okay like we set up online classes we um I did the pavement um boot camps that we were talking about like I really kind of stepped into overdrive of how do I fix this and mm-hmm. who by the time we'd got into level three, I think my, my, I'd slowed and I'd kind of gone, oh, okay, this is what we need to do. Yeah. So, yeah. And just personal learnings on that one. Yeah. And I think um, COVID was that, you know, it, it showed you how you react 
or respond to life and it magnified it big time yes. <laughs> and if we can we can work through it during covid we can handle lots of stuff yeah absolutely yeah for sure hey i know you've got a client soon and <laughs> and um, it has been an absolute pleasure chatting with you i've loved learning more about what you do and how passionate you are about supporting women and men um i love the holistic approach of what you offer it's fantastic and um and i look forward to seeing what else unfolds for you and definitely getting a retreat going with you <laughs> yeah let's do that yeah 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 thank and, you um, so much yeah thank you thanks for coming on and um yeah look forward to doing stuff with you sounds good i'm taking away all of my personal gems that i've got from you in our chat so those three breaths are, are starting into my daily routine for sure fantastic thanks christy we'll talk thank again soon thank you bye